Hey everybody, welcome to the Zachary Lloyd Podcast. Let's get into it today. Boom. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zachary Lloyd Podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Lloyd. Listen... Uh, the other day, I had to redo this episode because the other day I went live and some of you may have seen and heard and tried to watch me going live. And um, afterwards, you know, I mean, people were tuning in and stuff. And afterwards, I saw that um, my mic was turned off for about the first six minutes of it. So a good chunk of the important stuff um, did not get recorded because my mic was off for the first seven minutes. Do I know why? No. Will I know why? Probably not. But um, I decided to redo a private recording of this episode. It's our part two um, of the trait of our Overcomer series on how to overcome. And this is our part number two. And this is the traits of an overcomer the traits of an overcomer of what we're going to talk about today in our overcomer series so let's have a word of prayer then we'll hit this and we'll see where this goes so father we come to you right now in the mighty name of jesus father i thank you that you've called us to be an overcomer father i thank you that as we learn about the traits some traits of an overcomer Father, I thank you that our lives are changed and transformed, that we know what to do and how to do and how to act and how to react and how to be an overcomer on things that we may be going through. Father, I thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. Teach me, lead me, guide me, direct me in all truth as I preach and teach your word. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so this is the second episode of our part five series that we're doing, and this is the traits of an overcomer. So, last week we talked on how do I overcome, and now since we talked on how do I overcome, if you haven't heard that, go listen to that. That'll help you give you more of a basis of this, and now we're going to go over the traits of an overcomer. Okay, so the very first one, for those of you that may be taking notes, if you're listening to this um, and you're not able to take notes, I would highly suggest going back and um, taking some notes. It'll help. It'll bless you. It'll help get it down in your spirit. The very first one is an overcomer walks with God in obedience. An overcomer walks with God in obedience. Okay, so... When you're facing a challenge, a difficulty, a situation in life, what do you have to do? What do you, what do you have to do? You can't just try. Oh, well, you can. You can try to just do it yourself, right? And try to overcome it in your own power, in your own way, and in your own situation. And 100% of the time, it's going to flop or and not be as successful. Or what you could do is you could take it to God and ask him what to do. And then when he gives you what to do on how to overcome the situation, right? Gives you wisdom and knowledge. He may tell you scripture to go read. He may lay, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit may lay a strategic idea on your heart. Okay. 
And when that happens and when he tells you something to do or gives you something to read and you know what to do after you read that through his word, guess what? You have to walk it out in obedience. You cannot be a true overcomer if you do not walk out the word of God in obedience. Plain and simple. Perfect example of that is in Exodus chapter 4 with Moses. In verse 12 it says, Now go and do as I have told you. I will help you speak well, and I will tell you what to say. Now let me give you a little bit of a backstory of Moses. Moses was called by God, right, through the fiery bush, right? And guess what? He said, the Lord spoke to him and he said, Go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. Okay? And then afterwards... Moses started coming up with these excuses. Lord, I can't speak well. I, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't speak well. And the Lord spoke to him and said, I'll send somebody with you to help you, to encourage you, uh, to show you the way, to just be a help, which was his brother Aaron. And so as he spoke to God, the Lord spoke to him finally and said, okay, we went through all the excuses. Now go and do as I have told you, and I will help you, and I will, I will help you speak, well, and I will tell you what to say. You see, Moses was raised in Pharaoh's house. Guess what? He knew a lot more. He was very well educated. So even if he could not, quote unquote, speak well, or said he couldn't, he was just finding an excuse not to have to go back and face some of the things in the past and face some of the consequences that there could have been from what had happened previously. Just giving excuses. I mean, how many times do we give God excuses? The Lord tells us to go do something. Like, for example, start a business. The Lord speaks to you, hey, go start a business. Well, Lord, I don't know how to execute this little area, so I'm not going to do it. Or, I don't know how to do accounting, or I don't know how to talk to people, or I don't know how to do business. But if the Lord told you to go start a business, what do you need to do? You need to be obedient. You need to go start a business. Why? Because he's trying to help you overcome your finances and overcome situations in life by what? Getting the blessing to you. But for you to get the blessing to you, you have to be obedient and you may even have to overcome some things. But guess what? An overcomer walks with God in obedience just like Moses. And you know what? Moses ended up going and doing what God told him to. And what did they do? They overcame, overcame Egypt. They overcame Pharaoh. And what? The situations ahead. Because finally what happened? Pharaoh let the people go after the plagues. And then even after that, Pharaoh got really stupid and said, hey, let's go attack. And when he did, the, the sea was split. They all walked across and Pharaoh and his army were eliminated after. What did Moses have to do, though? He had to overcome what? Fear of not being able to quote unquote speak, which I really believe he could speak and believe he could talk. I just think that in his mind, he wasn't as eloquent as everybody else. Now, that's just the thought I have. That's not scriptural in any way, but that's just something I think about, something to ponder on is, you know, maybe he could speak because he was raised in the king's house. He was raised in Pharaoh's home. You know, they taught him how to speak. They they would probably work with him if he had a speaking problem, right? And all this. 
But I think, I believe that he just didn't believe he was as eloquent as they were. And that's why he was scared. But the Lord spoke and said, hey, I'm going to help you speak in this matter. Okay. To help what, get rid of the fear. He had something to overcome just in speaking. Okay. And then also, not only did the Lord say, I will help you speak, but he said, I'll help you speak well. What was that? Very eloquent. Uh, very boisterous. Very good. Very precise in his words and speaking. So, he said, being obedient, right? Overcomers being obedient. So, when they went and did that, they overcame what? Speaking. He overcame Pharaoh, right? The Lord stepped in and did plagues. Pharaoh got stupid, chased after him. And then what happened? They went on to the rest of their lives and the rest of their history of all of that. But that's the point I wanted to make is what? An overcomer always walks with God in obedience. You cannot be a overcomer and be in disobedience. You can't. You will never overcome and be a true overcomer if you're walking in disobedience. Because why? Where you're an overcomer is in the fact of what? Every time a person is an overcomer, there's always victory attached to being an overcomer. And you know what? For you and I to be an overcomer and for you and I to walk in victory, there's always obedience. You cannot be victorious and be disobedient at the same time. It does not work. And it never will because it goes against the character of God and the word of God. So, that's the first one. An overcomer walks with God in obedience. The next one. Number two, an overcomer stands by their convictions. An overcomer stands by their convictions. Acts 4, 19 through 20 says this, and this is the story of Peter and John. They had just uh, told the man that we don't have silver and gold in the previous chapter, but they have something better, and that was what? Get up, rise up, and walk. And guess what? The man was walking, leaping, praising the Lord in all the streets. Well, after that, a little bit later, uh, the Pharisees and them, and those group of people, heard about it. They got Peter and John, took them in their custody, and they were telling them not to preach in the name of Jesus. And Peter and John replied to them this, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about the wonderful things that we have seen and heard. What? An overcomer stands by what they believe. Stands by their convictions. And the fact of what? They were full of the Holy Spirit. They were full of the power. They what? They were disciples of Jesus. And they had seen signs, miracles, and wonders, and manifestations. Right? People being healed. People being set free. By what? Preaching and teaching in the wonderful name of Jesus. And what did they tell them? Hey, we're not going to stop preaching. We're not going to stop teaching in the name of Jesus. We're going to keep doing it because we would rather obey God than man. What? An overcomer's bold, right? An overcomer's standing by what? I know what I believe and you cannot change me on that matter. For an example, if I had this water bottle, right? And since I have this water bottle right here, okay? And you tell me, hey, you don't have that water bottle. 
guess what? I'm going to look at you, number one, like you're stupid. Because why? I have the water bottle in my hand. But what? I'm also going to tell you, no, you're wrong. The water bottle's right here in my hand, and I'm standing by it. I'm believing it. Well, it's kind of the same thing with Peter and John, but on a greater level of the fact of what? Oh, well, we don't want you to preach in the name of Jesus, even though we're seeing signs, miracles, wonders, manifestations of the Holy Spirit. We don't want you to preach that way. And guess what? They still got up and, and, and preached the name of Jesus, right? And they saw signs. They saw miracles. They saw wonders. You know, I know of somebody um, that got to go speak in front of a congregation, or, or not a congregation, but a, a very large uh, group of people. And they told him, uh, we don't want you speaking about Jesus, the name of Jesus, or nothing. And so he just, you know, kind of acknowledged him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets up there, and as he gets up there to, to speak, he starts preaching a salvation message, and people were getting saved. But they didn't want him to speak in the name of Jesus. But what did he do? He stood by his convictions, just like Peter and John said, No, I'm, I'm going to obey God. And he did it anyway. And what? People were saved. People were set free. And it was a very, very wonderful thing. I know somebody also was a valid, uh, what is it, valid Victorian, Victorian, and uh, top of their class. And they got to give their high school speech. And they told them, don't preach in the name of Jesus. Don't speak about Jesus. Don't say anything religious. And guess what he got up and did? Preached on the name of Jesus and uh, gave glory to God practically gave a little salvation message and people were getting saved and set free and it was really cool because why he stood by they both those examples what stood by their convictions and said what just like peter and john we will preach the name of jesus we will do what the word of god says we're seeing signs miracles and wonders and manifestations you see so many times we want to um and I'm about to say something, and, and I believe this is true. We want to be careful about offending people sometimes. Well, listen, the Word of God is a very offending book, right? It, 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 it will offend you. Why? Because it's trying to offend you to get you what? In the proper lifestyle. Listen, there's things that I read in the Word of God that I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to say that. I don't want to live that way, but what when I read it, what something pricks me on the inside that I need to change. Well, that's kind of like the Word of God, and and there is good offense in that area, right? And guess what? So when we preach the Word of God and speak the Word of God, it causes people to overcome, right, and to be set free, but there's a little bit of a heart prick that goes with it to get people to repent, to get people to change. But sometimes we're so scared about offending people that we won't even stand by what we believe. And guess what? You can do what? Stand by what you believe and still be in the love of God at the same time. Right? There are some things that were Jess and I. I've had to stand up and be like, no, we believe this. We believe this. And guess what? We're sticking to that. We're sticking to what what we believe because what we're true overcomers and we stand by what the word says. We stand by what we believe. 
I, I wouldn't even put really convictions here like I have in my notes, but I would just put an overcomer for this point, actually. I'm changing that. Let's do that. For this point, let's do an overcomer stands by their beliefs. Stands by their beliefs. So, number one was what? An overcomer walks with God in obedience. Number two is an overcomer stands by their beliefs. Right? So, guess what? I encourage you, stand by your beliefs. Point three and four go hand in hand. Um, so, I'm just going to read this to you right here. Number three, point number three says, an overcome endures anything necessary to finish their task. Right? An overcomer is going to do what he needs to do or what she needs to do to what? Endure it so that they can be victorious in it. Right? If that's, you know, uh, let's say you're starting a business. Right? Let, let's say you're, you're pressing through. God gave you an idea and you're working towards that idea. And listen, as soon as you get the idea, you're not going to have all the answers to do it. But guess what? You got to step out what? do something with it and but what there's hurdles and there's things that you have to overcome in doing that business in doing that project but guess what a, a overcomer is going to do whatever it takes right is going to have late nights right on putting the things together and coming up with um processes that they're going to do and how they're going to talk with customers and how they want to help people with their product or with their service right and they're going to do whatever they can to what Finish that task and then go on to the next because what? They want their business to be very victorious. They want to be victorious and they're going to do what? Endure anything necessary to finish the task. Kind of like if you look at a football team at the beginning of the season during the spring, you know, there's the spring uh, uh, football, spring tryouts, you know, and spring football and, and work. Guess what? During the spring, what? They're preparing for the season. They're doing two-a-days. They're doing extra conditioning, right? I remember when I was in high school, we did two-a-days. We did in the morning, we lifted weights and ran. And then in the evening, we did actual, um, what's it called? Actual practice, you know, where we're going through plays and throwing the ball and all that. And then even during lunchtime sometimes, we would go and watch film. What were we doing? We were getting prepared, right? And then the season would come, and during the weeks, we're lifting weights, and then watching a lot of film, lifting weights, doing a lot of practice into the week. Guess what? We play ball, and what? We we overcome, you know, defeat, and we be successful, and we beat a team, and then we do it again the next week, and then we do it again the next week. What? An overcomer endures anything necessary. To finish the task. We're going to do anything that's necessary. To finish the task. No matter what. And we're going to endure it. And we're going to be happy the whole time. Listen. True overcomers. I'm going to add this. A, a person that's overcoming. Isn't sad. They're happy. Because why? Jesus has called us to be an overcomer. Right? He said what? There's some things that you and I are going to have to overcome. But you're going to be victorious. Because what? He's on the inside of us. He's with us. He lives with us, right? He's on the inside. And he's called us to be what? Victorious. 
and everything that we say and everything that we do. So guess what? We're going to endure some things, but guess what? We win at the end. We're victorious. A true overcomer is victorious. Point number four right here. It says an overcomer displays perseverance, never giving up before reaching their goal. An overcomer displays perseverance, never giving up before reaching their goal. 1 Peter 4.19 says this, So if you are suffering according to God's will, keep on doing what is right and trust yourself to the God who had made you, for He will never fail you. That kind of goes with the last point as well, is what? If you're going through something, right, that you need to overcome, that you need to get ahead of, that you need to be victorious of, remember that what? God's will is to keep on doing what is right and that you trust yourself to him who is the God who made you for he what? He will never fail you. So what? Even before the problem shows up, what? He's already called you and I an overcomer. He's called us an overcomer. He's called us to be victorious. Okay. Uh, here's another verse to encourage you on that. It's this, I have fought a good fight, I've finished the race, and I've remained faithful. True overcomers, what? They persevere, they don't give up, right? And they remain faithful, right? Paul was saying what? I fought the good fight, I finished the race, I've remained faithful. Guess what? Paul had a lot of things in his life he had to overcome, right? From going in stoning Christians to being blind for three days, the prophet of God coming in and healing, and then what? Him turning his life around and what? Preaching the gospel and, and writing, what was it, like two-thirds of the New Testament that he wrote? His life literally was changed, but what? He embraced being an overcomer, and there were some things that he had to overcome and do. And guess what? He did them, and at the end of his life, what did he say? I fought a good fight. I finished the race, and I've remained faithful. I was faithful to what? Being an overcomer and being victorious. You're always going to have stuff to overcome in this life. But you know what? You and I have the victory each and every time. Hallelujah to Jesus. Point number five says this. we got one more point after this. It says an overcomer gives and receives encouragement Right? They give encouragement, they receive encouragement. They're able to receive the encouragement. And it helps gain and give strength for the thing that they're overcoming or for the struggle. Right? Romans 1.12 says, I'm eager to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. And this way, each of us will be a blessing to the other. That's Romans 1.12. See here, the, in the word of God and the body of the believers and how he set it up, it was literally supposed to be for you to have brothers and sisters and people in Christ to help you sharpen iron, to help build yourself up. When you go through something and you need encouragement, have a group of friends where you're able to pick up the phone and dial and say, hey, I need such and such. I need some help here. And listen, you're not going to have... A whole bunch of those type of people. I have probably three that I can really call and talk to. 
about a situation. Well, that's not true. I have about four people that will truly give me encouragement, give me some strength, right? Encourage me into those things. And with those people, they will also call me for me to give them encouragement in times that they're going through stuff. But what? A true overcomer knows how to give out encouragement even when they're going through something? And a true overcomer knows how to receive encouragement when they're going through something, right? Because what does it do? Even when you are receiving encouragement, what does it do? It's gaining and giving you strength to overcome the struggle. When you're what? Giving out encouragement to somebody else, what is it doing too? It's also giving you strength and building your inner man up because what? You're helping somebody else that may even be going through the same thing you are. And what? Here you are getting to encourage them and helping them, even if you're going through it. Glory to God. I love how the way that the Lord puts these things together uh, for us to encourage each other in the body of Christ. It's such a wonderful thing. So an overcomer knows how to give encouragement, receive encouragement, which helps gaining and giving strength for them even in the struggle. Hallelujah. It's amazing how God has set up his word uh, for each and every one of us. Um, to be able to face things in life and be victorious. Number six says this, an overcomer has peace even in the middle of the hard circumstances, even middle in the things of uh, them having to overcome, right? They have true peace. Hallelujah. Psalms 3, 5 through 6 says this, I lay down and slept. I woke up in safety for the Lord was watching over me. I'm not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on every side. Psalms 46, 1 through 2 says this, God is our refuge and our strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear even if earthquakes comes and the mountains may even crumble on the sea. John 14, 27 says this, I'm leaving with you a gift of peace with the gift of peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. Don't be troubled or afraid. An overcomer has peace, even in the middle of hard circumstances. All those verses I just read, what? They are full of peace, right? If you need to rewind this a little bit and go listen to those again, I'll just say those references. It's Psalms 3, 5 through 6. Psalms 46, 1 through 2, and John 14, uh, 27. So guess what? No matter what you're going through, be at peace. You don't have to be distraught, right? I, I, no matter if it's healing that you need, uh, or if it's a financial breakthrough that you may need, or you might need help dealing with envy and strife with your family, or a family member may be giving you problems or or situations or or work could be wrong or you may have just got laid off at work or or whatever it may be or you're trying to get a promotion even and and it just seems like you're hitting a brick wall hitting a brick wall whatever that may be know this is that you need to be at peace no matter what it is right you have to know no matter what the circumstances no matter what you're going through you have to have to know it's so vital that what I know that I'm going to have the victory because I'm an overcomer. So I'm going to be at peace, 
right? There's nobody that I've known that when they got the victory, they were distraught. They were in anguish. Now, there, there's nobody that I've heard where they've told their testimony where when the victory came was when they were distraught or when they were anguish or like, what am I going to do? Right? They never, ever had the victory in that. But a true trait of an overcomer is what? They have peace. And every testimony I've heard about somebody getting the victory in a certain situation, whether it's finances, healing, whatever, they said, when I got to the point that I was at peace and I opened God's word and I let it fill me, that's when the true victory came. It's when I what? Was at peace. And let him put me to peace. And guess what? When you're at peace and letting him putting peace in you, Hey, be at peace. It's going to be okay. You and I got the victory. And then every time the thought comes of what? What am I going to do? What? No. We have peace in that. We are called victorious in that. Right? We're at peace because we know that God is helping us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Right? An overcomer has peace in the middle of hard circumstances. So, no matter what you or I may be going through... You and I are called as an overcomer. And guess what? Be at peace. So let's go through the six points again real quick. Then we're going to pray, give you an opportunity to sow. And then we will go from there. So number one, an overcomer walks with God in obedience. Number two, an overcomer stands by their belief. Number three, an overcomer endures anything necessary to finish their task. Number four, an overcomer displays perseverance, never giving up before reaching their goal. Number five, an overcomer gives and receives encouragement, gaining and giving strength for the struggle. And number six, an overcomer has peace, even in the middle of hard circumstances. Hallelujah. So, I hope you enjoyed the traits of an overcomer. Uh, let me pray over you real quick. Um, but before I do that, we're going to give you an opportunity to give. On the screen, you will see two uh, ways you can give. You can do it by cash app which is LMI Give, or also you can scan the QR code. There will be a form there uh, for you to be able to give as well. Cash App is the most popular way with you guys, so we kind of eliminated the other way, a few other ways um, because everybody was giving by Cash App, and so we're just going to keep giving by Cash App. And then also you can scan the QR code if you want to put in your address for the forum and all of that fun stuff. So, I bless those that are giving and partnering with us. We can keep doing these videos and keep preaching the gospel. And we love you guys, and we're so thankful and grateful for our partners. So let's have a word of prayer, and then uh, I'll see you next time for part three of our Overcomer series. So, Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that as we're going through this series, we're learning how to be overcomers. We're learning how to be victorious. We're learning how to be full of you. Father, we love you. We praise you. We thank you that no matter the circumstances, we're overcomers and we are victorious. Holy Spirit, help us to apply these traits to our lives so that we can overcome the situations quickly and have the victory. We love you, Lord. We praise your holy name that we do have the victory, and it was because of you that we have the victory. Oh, we give you all the praise for it. Father, I bless those that have given.
I bless those that are learning how to be overcomers. I bless the partners of our ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hey, everybody, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to this. And uh, for anything else or more, go to www.preacherzachary.com. And you can find out more information there. So I love you guys, and I'll see you next time. Boom!